welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season five, episode nine, Gut Chick. <laughs> I remember last week when we were with Mike and we're just like, Gut Chick. How do you not laugh when you say Gut Chick? Yeah. Anyway, uh, this episode was written by David Hudgens and directed by Chris Ayer. Original air date, January 12th, 2011. In this episode, following a contentious loss, Coach Taylor decides to bench Vince for a game and start Luke as quarterback. Becky and Luke try to start their relationship over, but this senior's night scheduled for Friday's game makes that difficult. (laughs) Julie continues her hiatus from school and visits Matt in Chicago. Epic crosses a line during a tutoring session with Mrs. Taylor. Mm, Not really, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So let's start with the Lions. We see that they lost their previous game and the boys are just not acting as a team anymore. They're arguing with what went wrong and Coach tells them to get out of his field house. Crowley tells Coach that Vince has lost the team. What do you think about this? He's absolutely right. We've been thinking this the whole time. Yes and no. I mean, they were doing pretty well. This is their first loss. You know, and like all yeah. of a sudden now it's like, oh, Vince, it's, he's been off. I don't know. Has he been? I mean, he's the attitude has been building, but I don't think he's lost the team the whole time. It just I don't know. This like struck me in a weird way. Yeah. Well, I think in this specific game, yes, he lost the team. He lost respect of his teammates. And then obviously yeah. we see the aftermath of it. They're all yelling at him and he's like. What's wrong with you people? You do not know how to follow plays. Like blaming others. Yeah. They're blaming him. So I think this past week, ever since they heard that Vince probably, you know, was being scouted and he went to visit the school, that they were like, oh, so he thinks he's better than us. Yeah. And that whole TV interview, too. Right. Right. Exactly. And he, you know, the he didn't credit his team and he allowed the interview to go on. And obviously we know like they piece it together, whatever, but his attitude is really poor and it's not just his teammates that are feeling it. It's the coaches, it's his girlfriend, his mother now is like, what's happening? Like they're not mm-hmm. stupid. So I think, yeah, Crowley's right. He's, he's lost his team. And what he means by that is like such a bigger picture. Like he's lost everyone except for his yeah. dad at this point. Yeah, so at practice, Coach tells Vince that he's giving Luke the quarterback position, which he, like, doesn't Mm -hmm. understand. He's totally pissed. He talks to his dad about it, and his dad's like, oh, please don't think too much of it. Like, Coach is just trying to do, like, a power move. Like, you'll be back. It's – don't worry about it. And then Coach asks Vince, hey, I want you to work with Luke on the Wildcat stuff just in case. And he's like, I don't understand why you're doing this. And he's like, I'm asking you to help a teammate. Mm. Well, Vince obviously doesn't want to do this. He ends up getting into an argument with Jess when she's doing laundry and he's going on and on about how people are, you know, giving him lip about everything. And Jess is like, no, you don't want to hear it from everybody. And they essentially break up. I know. Over this. She says that all you do is complain and mm-hmm. I'm sick of hearing you complain. And he says, yep. well, I told you not to take this job. You're going to hear me talk about my sports stuff. And uh-huh. she's like, well, no, it's actually a bigger picture. You're complaining yeah. about things that 
you feel like you're on a pedestal and you're not really acting as a part of the team. You're acting like it's a Vince show. And she's like, it's a Vince show all the time. And I'm, I'm truly sick of it. I'm sick of your ass. She said, which I was like, chef's kiss. That was exactly what I wanted her to say. I've been waiting for her to say this. She's like, boy, I I am just so sick of your ass. I am. Yeah. This actually ends up having Jess go to work with Luke because we know Vince isn't going to show up. Jess wants the team to win. I love that she does this. Obviously, Luke is pissed off, but she's like, hey, I can help you do this. This was great. I love it. She she just wants the team to win. She doesn't care if it's she's yes she's going behind Vince's back by doing it but she's like I don't care about that I want the team to win so I'm going to help you this is not about Vince this is about the team right and so she she must have helped him a little bit because he finally kind of you know when we get to the game Some, I mean, something's kind of good clicked, right <laughs> yeah it wasn't good but before that when coach finds out that Vince didn't show up he ends up benching him and then this leads Vince talking to his mom about it. And his mom is so kind and gentle about it. And she's like, is this because you missed that practice? You know, your dad wants the best for you. He does love you. But maybe trust your gut and don't listen to everything he says. I loved it. I was so happy to I hear love her say it. this. I know. We've been all waiting for her to actually step up and say, you know, your dad, he's trying, but he doesn't know everything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. And if you feel like something's not right, it's probably not right. Right. And I was so ready for this. It was so good. Luke, before the game shows up to coaches, it's like 10 p.m. And he's like, you got to start Vince. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I can't do this. And coach doesn't pay attention. He ends up going with his gut. He does trust Luke that he can handle the position and it is rocky it's rough Luke is like questioning himself he's questioning coach on plays but ultimately he plays a good game the Lions win and they're going to playoffs were you surprised that uh, Luke felt like he couldn't achieve this I feel like in the beginning he was really he wasn't cocky but he was confident in his ability I mean I guess now that he's been not QB1 for so long that it's kind of like a little bit foreign to him and he doesn't really know all the plays that well, I guess, you know, and to order them to the rest of the team. So I was just like, oh, Luke, you got it. Yeah, I also think the fact that colleges aren't really interested in him, it seems he's having trouble getting meetings. Mm -hmm. He's a senior. So that's really tough. It's that's not really that's not good. It's not good. And so I think there's like this lack of confidence. And Vince has been leading them this whole time. Even though Luke is co-captain, Yeah, Vince has been the one who's been QB. So, and it was kind of just like, hey, you're going to do this now. Whether you like it or not, I'm giving this to you. Mm-hmm. Will wants to know, if you were Vince with his attitude and mindset, what would you think to do to get back in Coach's good graces? He's too stubborn right now. I think he's it's too not hot. Going. Yeah, he's way too hot in this. And I'm sure his dad in his ear is not helping the situation. I mean, I'm hoping that it is that he could see maybe, hey, dad, you need to cool it. Like it's I should probably be focusing my energy on yeah. not being mad at coach. Um, yeah, but right now he's too he's too in it to 
try and get back in coach's good graces. But when he does, you know, he'll be that team player. I'm sure he'll come to him and be like, hey, look, I messed up. He has grown in that way where in the past he kind of had this attitude, but then he would rebuttal it and be like, well, you know what? Actually, I don't know like if I'm worth it or, you know, all of his self-doubt and he would apologize and he would back down and be vulnerable. He hasn't been that in a while because he's been doing so well and his dad and everyone in the press is like Vince, Vince, Vince and the team's like Vince, Vince, Vince. And so his head blew up again and now he needs to really deflate it and come back down. And I think he obviously will. We were on episode nine. We were really hitting the the near the the end um, of the show. So I'm like, okay, no, we need to reel him in really quick because we only have four episodes left. Like that's it. And we're going to playoffs. And we're going to playoffs. The team needs to to get together. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Ornette is so pissed. I mean, even though the Lions win after that game, he was screaming like he was ready to get in Coach Taylor's face. And so you know Ornette's going off the deep end. And then you have Jess, who's so upset over the breakup. She's upset over Vince's attitude And she's crying in the locker room. And I really love this scene with her and Coach because Coach in his own way is he's giving her space. He's like, you know, I have two daughters. Take all the time you need. You don't have to apologize, but I'm also not going to (laughs) dig. Right. He's like, I see you're upset. I'm not going to meddle. Take all the time you need. We're good. You can use my locker room for that. I was just confused as to why you were using my locker room for that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I I like that a lot, too. She had a really tough episode, a really great episode for her, like a growth moment, but just, you know, you have a partner that you see decline very rapidly in front of your face and you're like trying to tell them it's happening and they just don't see it and they won't see it. And then finally you combust. She, she was going through it. Yeah. But But it had to be said and it had to come out. Yes, absolutely. I don't know if you need to, I mean, it it probably will shake him up very much. It didn't seem like it did, but it probably will that, you know, his girlfriend doesn't want to be with him because of his shitty attitude. Yeah. So I'm sure that will also make him think about his actions. Yeah. Mike wants to know how many episodes until our Lions are back to the team we love. One we got four episodes. It's one. <laughs> They're going to get to state. <laughs> probably win state. Let's be real, yeah. guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's senior week at East Dillon, and so Luke is being celebrated, and Becky is so excited for him. She wants to celebrate with him after the game, but he tells her that his parents are so excited to take them out. He just is looking at senior night as kind of like for the parents, and Becky's like, no, this is really exciting. Like, this is your last home game. It is a big deal. Yeah. So she ends up taking a shift at the landing strip as a waitress. And she enjoys the money part of it, which obviously she's getting all these tips from these drunk men. Elder men. Elder drunk men. Also like illegal for her to be serving Mm -hmm. alcohol. Absolutely. But we know this because when Mindy's friends give her the go, they're like, oh, so-and-so is working tonight. Our boss is in here. Like, it's okay. It's Mm -hmm. fine. But what she does with the money is she buys Luke a hundred percent satin tie. It's, it's so, so sweet. Cute. She could have so bought sweet. herself anything, right? She yeah. could have 
bought her I don't know how bought herself a new shirt or a new lipstick or whatever Anything. it is but she goes and she buys Luke something and I thought that yeah. was such a nice character arc for her not that she's ever really selfish but as we've talked no. about she's very immature but, you know as the show goes on she gets more and more mature but it was just nice yeah. to see her like I guess they're in a relationship now <laughs> they're starting over yeah I also like the conversation she has with him, he says, you know, my parents are taking me out. Are you upset about it? And she goes, you know what? I am upset about it. You won't even stand up to your parents Yeah, for me. So, yeah, right. I am upset. I love that she said that because something went off in Luke's head like, you know what? She's right. I should say something to my parents. And right. so after the game, he walks over and he goes, you remember Becky? Which I'm like, how could his parents forget about <laughs> Becky? Yeah, his dad seemed to be handling it a little bit better than his mom. Yeah, his mom's like, did you see they kissed? They kissed? (laughs) I feel like you should be happy. As parents, you should be happy. Like, wow, my son actually really likes this girl. He didn't just fuck her to fuck her. You know what I mean? No. He just really likes her. (laughs) This is a nice girl here. (laughs) Nice girl. Like, you have a wholesome boy here. And they had an oopsie and they had this very adult thing happen in their lives. And you know what? They made it on the other side. They did. You know, you should be happy. And she's not a senior. She's not. So she's not going to be, you know, going with him to college or whatever. No. And the mom, I'm forgetting her name. I don't even know. Did we ever learn her name? Mrs. Cafferty. She's, she made an effort with Becky. Like, remember she went to her house to, like, have that whole conversation with her to get to know her? Mm-hmm. Well, because at that point she thought she wanted, she had a grandson. The grandbaby. Grand but she also wanted to know, like, why she made the decision that she made. Yeah. And so I was like, we can't really blame Becky because you're actually really mad at Mrs. Taylor. But that's a whole lot. We're not going to go back to that. Right. So that's true. Whole, you should just thing, be right? mad at Mrs. Taylor this whole time. That's right. Because that's who you're blaming it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Becky, she doesn't understand why she can't work at the landing strip. And Mindy tells her, you can get a land- uh, waitressing job anywhere else. You're not an adult. And this is when Mindy tells her that she's pregnant, which you called right away. You can't be nauseous in a show and not be pregnant. We all said this in the chat. Right. And she was like so tired, too. So tired, tired so nauseous. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. Predictable, but hey, I'm I'm here for it, obviously. We're happy about it. Billy is so excited. We got a ringlet number two on the way. His boys can swim. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure some of that was improv. It had to have been, especially when he puts the test in his mouth and she's like, I peed on that. And then he winks. <laughs> like Derek's wink, that... That had to have been improvised. I love it. It was so good. It was so good. Will and Mike both want to know, prediction, what will Riglet number two's name be? Name. It's funny to me that both of them asked this question for you. Like, I didn't even yeah. think to ask you that question because, I don't know, I guess I'm not thinking about the name. Well, then it makes me think that, like, it's Tim because what more importance would it be like it had to have, that's a have good, some importance. Right? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's a great. Because uh, well, it's probably in such a short clip in the series finale of like, and here's baby whatever. And like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, we have four episodes to go. I'm sure we're not doing like an extended pregnancy and fast forwarding time here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm sure you they, you don't remember the baby's name, but yeah. I'm just gonna go with Tim. Hey, let's call him Little okay. Timmy. Little Timmy, and it was so cute where Billy was like, "I can't wait to tell Tim." Yeah, it was very sweet. Coach, he ends up taking a meeting with the representative from Shane State. It's like at first he turned it down. Totally. Wasn't interested. And now he's curious. He says he owes Jason a favor. He just wants to see what the market's like. And then he also, right. He says (laughs) to Tammy how maybe it would be nice working with adults because teens are really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's really starting to think this is a good idea. Yeah. Mike wants to know, will coach leave Dylan again? At this point, what do you think, Liz? I mean, yeah, I think he will. And that's sad, but also if that's the next chapter he feels like he wants to take, then so be it. And I'm sure his family will support that decision if everyone, you know, it'll Mm. be hard, I'm sure, at first, but they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Mm. That's the moral of this episode. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll figure it out. Exactly. (laughs) That's the lesson here. (laughs) At Epic, she visits Tammy in her office and she says she needs a B minus. And so she asked Tammy for help in history. And this leads to Tammy having Epic over for dinner to study. But what we see is how good she is with kids. And she bonds so quickly with Gracie Bell. It was so sweet. And Tammy's just like in awe watching Epic with her daughter. She was so, so happy. She was like, oh my God, okay. Like, this is great. I know. Like, oh my God, I'm seeing Epic in a different light. Well, then at school, Laurel tells Tammy that she thinks Epic stole $20 from her bag. And so they approach Epic about it. Epic says she didn't do it, obviously. I mean, wouldn't Epic say that, right? Then Laurel goes to grab her book bag. Epic gets upset about this. Tammy tries to interfere. And then Tammy gets pushed into the, the window in her office and bangs her head. I feel like as an adult, Laurel should have let go of the book bag. Like you're pulling. Yeah. Like you're like two children. Let the child have her bag. You can do whatever later on. But just like you're literally not giving in because you want to see what's in her bag. Like anyone could have gotten hurt. Both of them could have gotten hurt. And then, of course, Tammy gets hurt in the process. So I was just like, come on. And of course, Tammy's like, no, no, no. This is an accident. But this turns into a whole thing. They have to check Tammy for a concussion. Epic ends up getting handcuffed and arrested. This is such bullshit. And then she ends up getting suspended. She's being sent to a new home. She's getting sent to Kilroy. There's so many things. (laughs) There's so many things. Laurel using the language, this little psycho. I know. Not very uncalled for. And hey, Tammy's like, um, no. 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 And in the beginning, Epic does say like, oh, I forgot Laurel's last name, but like she dislikes me. Oh, is that who she was talking about? I'm pretty sure. um, Okay, that makes way more sense. But this whole I mean, I could be wrong, but Laurel has always had an issue with Epic because even when we learn about Epic and she's like, oh, you have Epic this year. Mm -hmm. Oh, she gives me trouble. And I, I'm sure, like, listen, we're not teachers, but I'm sure there's teachers that, you know, have issues with students. We see this all the time in TV shows. It's just like the language use. Like, you're calling her a psych, a little psycho. Yeah, that's really uncalled for, extremely unprofessional. And the fact that this whole event escalated so far as to make Epic go to another school. <laughs> and a new that's foster ridiculous. home. 
A new and foster a new, home. Why would you take her away from her foster parents? This what makes does this absolutely have to do? no sense. I know. Mm-hmm. They went way too far with this. It seems very unrealistic. If I'm assuming she's on the island of Betty. She is on the island. This, I guess, fits in. It's just like, what was the point of Epic? Was it just to show that Tammy is cares about her students? But we know that. Right. With Tyra, we saw the success of it. You know what I'm saying? And with Epic, I guess we saw a little glimmer. And then this happened. It just doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agree. I feel like it was unnecessary to ship her off. Like if we needed to just like not use the character anymore, we could have just suspended her, even though it's wrong or like, you know, something of the sort. We didn't need to have like a a nice closing chapter on Epic for me, at least, you know, she's a, a character we introduced in the season briefly we spent a little bit of time with her. I didn't need this like happy or sad ending for her. We could have just kind of I like know. forgot I about know. her. Sorry, Epic. Um, and Tammy could have went on living her life. But the whole thing was really crazy. We could have had that Tammy met with Epic at the restaurant and like continued just to help her. And then just like slowly fade her out. I don't think Epic needs to get arrested. Agreed. I don't know. Lisa says, I feel like Tammy and the other teacher may end up with a rift because of Epic. If she hadn't been pulling Epic's bag out of her hands, Tammy never would have gotten in the middle. I feel mm-hmm. sad for Tammy. She was actually making progress. Yeah. And Tammy thought that this woman was like her friend, quote. And now I guess yeah. she realizes like, eh, she's just like my work friend, a colleague. Yeah, a colleague. Is she history or is she math? Because now I'm thinking back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Epic had issues know. with all the... I with, surely don't know. With all the teachers, it seems. Mm-hmm. Vic wants to know, would they really arrest someone for accidentally hitting a teacher? No. And if Tammy says, hey, look, I'm not pressing charges, they wouldn't press charges. If yeah. Sa- Tammy was the one that was assaulted by accident. Right. You know, she right. was... Her body was flown into the glass and she could have had a concussion. If she's not pressing charges, she's not pressing charges. So I think this whole thing is bullshit. (laughs) I do too. Julie, as we know, she's in Chicago with Matt. They have a great weekend together. She wants to stay longer. They have this like good walk and talk on the street. And she explains to Matt how much she's missed him and how much she's like loving her time here. And that Matt's moved on, but she feels like she doesn't fit into Matt's life anymore. And... He ends up kissing her, which I love because I'm like, wow, you guys spent the whole weekend together and you haven't kissed yet because he's like, I've been dying to do this. I know. How sweet. So sweet. Then they sleep together. I'm down with it. Sure. And and then she ends up telling him about what happened. And you could tell she's like kind of worried to tell him. And he's listening. She's ashamed of it. She's ashamed. But he's like, Julie, it's okay. We're not together. I'm not your parents. You don't have anything to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not in a relationship. Let's just go get breakfast. Yeah, he handled it very maturely, as Matt usually would. And he's like, you know, whatever. Like, it's not like you cheated on me. I'm not going to judge you. I love you. You know, whatever. it's okay. Yeah. And but it's just so sad to see how how ashamed she is of it, of the whole situation. She's like, and he was married and like, you know, it's a whole big thing. And he's like, okay, you know, like I'm like basically I'm sorry you went through that, but I don't think any differently of you. 
And right. I thought the whole situation, like, everything, the way he handled it was really sweet. Very mad. It was really sweet. Even how he handled asking her, like, what are you doing? You know, like, you yeah. spend some time here. Don't you got to go home? Are your parents wondering where you are? Yep. You know, he dropped the line, which I guess is like my trigger for season five. Is like, you do, you know, you uh, belong in Burleson. No, she I'm doesn't. Like, okay. She just belongs in college or she just has to figure out her life. And he's like, I don't right. want to be your safety net. I get that. Totally. totally I love that, that he Matt. said that. It need to be said. He was very real about it. She needed to hear it. Yeah. She just needs to find her purpose in life. It's it. really hard she, to do. And it's not going to happen overnight. And she just, you know, she wanted that safety blanket, as we all do when we're feeling so insecure and you just don't know what the future holds for you. And you just keep that little security because you know it's yeah. always going to be there. And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. You just need to figure out your shit. Like, right. we're good. Like, the way they left, it was so sweet. Wasn't it so good? She goes Ugh. to leave. She's driving off. And then he goes running after her car. And he's like, Julie, Julie, it's okay. They kiss. We'll figure yeah. it out. We it have so sweet. Um, very little, like, huge grand gestures of love in this show. <laughs> and that was, like, a very, you know rom-com but in the best way kind of kiss and i was like yes matt saracen you're back you are back mister i missed you so much oh I we're no it. longer and mad at him right no, we're not I'm mad o- at maddie anymore over 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 it <laughs> uh, mad about what <laughs> right not here no, i was mad but we understood and i'm sure julie has to have understood now we, we all we've spoken our piece time and time again about the way he handled it it wasn't the right move but we understand why he did it and yeah. now he's made his peace with it and julie is over it for the most part yeah, yeah. <laughs> lisa says julie hiding out in chicago is cute but i'm glad matt called her on it Love that they have you seen the bean conversation as a Chicagoan. I feel the need to correct them. It is called the cloud gate. I also like that they found a random alley to be Chicago. If Matt lives anywhere (laughs) near the AIC, it looks nothing like that. Thanks, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when I was in Chicago, I was quite literally in like the heart of Chicago. So was I. I It did did look like that. And I went to the bean. I love the bean. And you take mm. your picture by the bean. And yeah. it's great. Uh, Rihanna, what's going to happen with Matt and Julie? And then Vic, to piggyback off of that, Vic wants to know, do you think if none of the stuff with Derek happened, would Julie have gone to see Matt eventually? Yeah, I do. I think something else, you know, uber traumatic in her life or dramatic, I should say. Not traumatic. Interesting. Dramatic. Because... Okay. Things yeah. with Julie can yeah, be a yeah, little yeah. dramatic sure. um, would happen or, you know, she flunked out of Spanish class, let's just say. And she's like, oh, God, you know, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. Like anything. She could have had that moment, unfortunately, with anything that happened at college, because I don't think she should be there, at least not there at Burleson, Burleson, Burleson. So, yes, I do think she would eventually made her way back to Matt. Maybe not so soon, but... Uh, Christmas break, maybe, you know, oh, hey, Matt's home or I'm going to go visit Matt. And it would have been the same thing. Yeah. Where do you think they're going? You think these two are endgame? Like you, I do. Mules? Mules is endgame? I do. I've, okay. I'm wholeheartedly believing that now. I know I wasn't confident in the past, obviously, <laughs> but I'm confident now. And I'm glad that while I don't like 
mostly any of Julie's storylines for the entirety of the show because it surrounded a guy. Blah, blah, blah. I've said this before. I do like the mules storyline of young love, first love, first heartbreak, kind of flounder, find your people, not so much your people, and then you come back together. When you're older, yeah. like, I'm glad, you know, Matt is, he'll be probably 20-ish soon, and she's 19. Like, your wallet doesn't seem like it's old and, like, definitely not ready for marriage. It's on the right step because it's like, yeah, you know, when they're done with colleges or whatever, I'm sure, you know, when you have a very young romance like that, like my sister and her husband, you know, you don't really wait that long to get married. Like, you know, you're like 25, 26, like right out of college, you get married. And I see that that's what's hopefully going to happen for them. If that's what they want. They'd be cute. Well said. Little meals. Well said. Will has some trivia for us. The Wildcat quarterback usually takes a shotgun snap where the ball is passed in the air from the center as opposed to going under the center's butt and receiving it directly. But in this episode, Luke is a Wildcat quarterback who mostly takes snaps under center as opposed to shotgun. The writers are just using the term Wildcat without accurately portraying what it looks like until the very last plays of the game when he finally starts running the Wildcat counter package. I didn't even hear anything about a Wildcat in the entire episode. I didn't hear anything about Wildcat. So thank you, Will, because... Really? I must have just been either writing my notes or like yeah. paying attention to how poorly Luke was just like holding onto the ball and he wouldn't pass it to anyone else. And I was like, Luke, please pass the damn ball. You're giving me anxiety. <laughs> he would just be like holding it and like just holding it. Oh. Oh, thank you, Will. A favorite quote in the episode. Liz, what do you this have? This is hard. Um, I have, look, we all know the problem. It's Vince. He lost his team. But then I obviously loved I can't stand around being around your ass anymore, Jess. I love Perfection. it. I love it. Uh, I went on the comedic route. We got Riglet number two coming to a theater. I almost led there, soon. like leaned there, but <laughs> I got to give it to Billy. I love Billy and Mindy so much. I have to say, and I feel like I've been saying this every week, but now that we're really nearing the end, I'm feeling very emotional. Mm. <laughs> like, I know I can go back to this show and watch it anytime, but I feel like this show has been, it's just different than our other shows. Mm. I think this is the least we've ever shit talked a show. Absolutely. And like, <laughs> we love these people so much. And I, I was telling Liz this, guys, that I've gone ahead and I've watched, I have, I have the finale to watch, which I'm going to watch probably tonight. And just to like mentally prepare and I have cried every single episode Yeah, where I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and the Billy and Mindy stuff. So when I was watching this couple of weeks ago to prepare, I was like, oh my God, how did, how could I forget they were pregnant again? Like, how could I forget that? It makes me appreciate them so much more. I'm sure your first time around you like will said like you kind of don't really remember billy yeah. or mindy because you know they're not i guess the quote the main players but now right. watching right. it as an adult and you know we're more their age than we are the kids ages you focus on them more and so they really have become a very vital part of the show i love their yeah. whole becky storyline 
and the children. So good. And, you know, just how much they love family. And it's really, really sweet. And yeah. And I think also when we got to like meet Derek and Stacy and they're talk like to the them a best. Bit, like, the best. So genuine. I mean, yeah. they all were, right? Absolutely. Scott and Gaius, too. They're all great. I'm just like, oh, God, I this show Smash. is so good. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of Smash. <laughs> I miss you. You're welcome. I miss you, Street. You're welcome. I miss you, Smash. We miss them all. <sighs> anyway, back to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Coach Corner, what do you got? I, I had Coach with Vince. I don't know if that's like my ultimate favorite moment, but just mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. he's like, you're not going to talk back to me. You know, how do you like it? Like, he's not backing down, which is very like coach, obviously not to. He's he's like, yeah. even if we lose, I don't care. I'm not putting you in the game because it's principal. And he, he wants to teach him a lesson, unfortunately, for the team. But the, hey, they made it I out know. okay. <laughs> Make the them end. sweat a little bit, yeah. right? But he, hey, that he had faith in Luke that Luke could achieve it. So yeah. I did. I just I liked all the moments with Coach this episode. To piggyback off of that, like how great for Coach to do that for Luke on Luke's senior night oh, in know. the last home game, and for your parents to be there to watch. Yeah. It's pretty great, Luke. Yeah. It's- that's pretty great. Yeah, he had a good night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite coaching moment was Jess showing up to help Luke out. Yeah. That was a good I one. I really loved that. Yeah. MVP and shittiest. Who's your MVP? I want to go with Jess, even though I re- I loved so many people in this episode. Jess just mm-hmm. obviously took the cake for me with her standing up to Vince and her helping Luke. She just had a really good episode, but I loved like so I like really enjoyed this episode. I felt good. like it was really sweet. I really enjoyed Matt too. I thought Matt was a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think from here on out, you're going to love and appreciate every episode. I know. It really <laughs> Because this is it, guys. This is it and I think what's to come, I think you're going to be really excited. I'm sorry. I keep getting off track here, no, but, but you're making um, me I am my <laughs> But hopefully excited too, right? It's going to be, I think the next couple of weeks are just going to be really special. But that being said, I chose Jess as well for my MVP. We had votes for Luke and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shittiest. We have two on the block here. Who'd you pick? Is is it Vince and Ornette as the shittiest? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was toying between the two, so I figured I might as well just give it to both of them. The Howard men. Yeah. Ornette is scary. I'm afraid he's, he's going to do intense. something bad. And Vince is like, Dad, please, not now. Just not today. Any other time. I know. Just not now. So at least he's seen yeah, like, do this. no, my dad's really going to pop off. Maybe I should pay attention to what's happening here. And I think also he respects his mother so much. And so Regina having that talk with him mm-hmm. in in the best tone and way possible. Like, hey, trust trust your gut. Don't always, don't always trust your dad. That was such a wonderful mothering. So I should have given her the coach's corner because the way she spoke to her son so calmly and in such a way that it was like, just like, listen to me. I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but just listen to my opinion. You can take it or leave it. I really, I love that the way she parented him there. Cause I feel like, yeah. you know, when I listen to my mom and she gives me advice or she's judgy or whatever, I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But if she, if Regina came and said, 
the way she said it to me, I'd be like, okay, mom, thanks. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, she delivered it in a really, really good way. Mm-hmm. And it was at work, so she didn't stop. You know, she was busy yeah. doing her job. It just came out. And she didn't diss her her husband either, right. his father. Right. She says, you know what? He actually, he, he, he wants to do so right by you that it gets his head right. all clouded. Just remember that. All right. Let's go into our booster of the week list. Who's our lion booster? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our lion booster is Kate. Kate. Yeah, Kate was Yay. in the Discord chat tonight. She always actually participates in, on the Discord, which is really great. We love hearing from her. Yeah. Uh, I love just all of her stories, and we just really appreciate her. So thank you so much, Kate, for being a part of the Total Buddy fam. Thank you, Kate. We love you, and we hope you have a wonderful birthday. Your birthday is... Uh is will have passed well, yes happy belated now <laughs> happy belated kate thank you for being here we appreciate you so much and happy birthday to mike happy birthday to mike and rihanna and elizabeth we have so many august birthdays i know and Brittany. yeah my goodness <laughs> sorry if i missed anyone i know an emoji for this episode i chose a mermaid for the princess starfish gracie bell was holding a mermaid how doll. cute was gracie bell Gracie Bell's so cute. <laughs> Especially when she said to Tammy, she's like, she's not your friend. It's like, was that <laughs> like, spicy, Gracie Bell? <laughs> Just the way she said it. And I obviously like, we know that um, Cottony Britton is such a phenomenal actress, but just the way she reacted to Gracie Bell, I was like, wait, did Gracie Bell actually mean to say that or no? Because she was just like laughing at her. I know. So cute. So that emoji or the bagel because Matt's like, we should just go get bagels. Bagel Julie. and schmear. Bagel and schmear. Should we go with, which one should we pick, Liz? Let's do, a, let's do a bagel. Why not? So what you could do with that bagel, you know it. It's coming. You could stick it in Apple Podcast Review. If you're listening over there, that's a prompt for you. Rate us five stars, please. Uh, you could also rate us on Spotify. Send us the emoji and an Instagram DM through the Discord, through the email. We just want to know that you got this far and that you're listening. And we do have a Lion of the Week. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. If you leave us an Apple Podcast review, you become the Lion of the Week. So happy to report that we actually have one this yeah, week. Yeah, and I will read your review. Yes. And don't you want that? Lettuce with a, a buff arm muscle. Great. Using the emojis. In the title. We love it. Good job. This is molliest.d. Nutrition is to physical health as Total Betty podcasts are to emotional health. We laugh, we cry, but mainly we laugh. Real people on a well-produced podcast that will easily make you feel part of the TB family. So sweet. Uh, Thank you. Love it. Thanks, Molly. Thank you, Molly. means so much. And thank you for Assuming using- it's you, Molliest. Molliest. I know. I'm assuming it's Molly, too, our listener. And Betty Molly. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Liz, I'm going to give you the title for next week, season five, episode 10. We're in the double digits. The title is Don't Go. And the quote I have for you, welcome home, Becky. (gasps) Liz's face right now. Timmy. Maybe it could be Timmy her mom. Go. How do you know it's No, fuck that bitch. We oh, don't want her. Okay. 
You would not give me that quote if it was her mom. Let's be real. I could throw you off. I'm so excited. You don't have to. You don't have to confirm it. I'll just go with what I think it is. Okay. Tim is coming home on good behavior. This is so exciting. And Billy's gonna be like, Mindy's pregnant. Is what happening? Like everyone's gonna be like high energy. But Tim's like not gonna know how he's gonna get reacclimated in life because he's been locked up for a year ish. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, his he uh, was living a different life for these months Mm -hmm. so this should be interesting he's gonna have to figure out what he's gonna do for work it's gonna be a whole tim episode i feel it i'm just gonna i see it tim's gonna be like i'm ready to come back do my thing get a new job pay for my land figure out how i'm gonna like build whatever home is gonna be going on there and uh yeah well obviously well we still have we still have riggins rigs is that still a thing (laughs) I know Billy is working for Coach. Yeah. So I guess Riggins Rig is like not a thing. Well, you know, maybe Tim will decide to take that on again. Okay. Or something. Okay. And everyone will be happy to see him. Okay. And that's that's all I got. That's that. I just want to, we spoke about it a little bit, but, you know, with football of it all, we have playoffs. We yeah. have state. Do you think Vince is is back? Like you said, one episode, then the team will be back as as the team we love and know. Well, I think I think the team will be okay. It's Vince kind of having to make amends with the with the team and coach. I think by the end of next episode, I don't think in the beginning, but by the end of next episode, I think Vince and coach will have an understanding and Vince will be like, yo, I know my dad's crazy. And I'm just going to listen to you from now on. I don't care what he says because I want to go to college. I want to get a scholarship for football. I want to, you know, be scouted. Mm-hmm. I know you can get me there and they'll have a heart to heart. I am i don't think it doesn't seem like I don't know. Like, will he in the beginning of the episode be really stubborn still or will he kind of just still try and like lay low and then finally apologize to coach. I still see like the end of the episode coach and Vince will like have a handshake and he'll be like, let's go to state or Mm. something. Yeah. Great predictions. Great predictions. Thank you. Very good Liz. I know she's smiling. I know my stuff. She knows his stuff. (laughs) Last but not least, we do have Will's football poetry corner. Wild cat offense. The Wildcat offense revolves around the running back, taking the snap directly and either running it, handing it off, or in the rare case, throwing it. After Vince's behavior spirals, Coach gets a wild hair up his ass and decides to put Luke (laughs) in as a Wildcat quarterback. Luke is feeling himself when he wins the game and strikes up the courage to invite Becky to dinner. Ornette has the claws out for Coach after Vince's benching. Meanwhile, Julie has to lick her wounds after Matt challenges her to figure out what she is doing with her life. Oh my God, love. That was my favorite. Yes, Wildcat. It was so good. Now that they're all not good, but this was a really good one. Yeah, this was really, really good, Will. Thank you so much. Well, that's it for this week. Wow. So for nine. That's it for nine. Nine. 
That was bad. Uh, anyway, thank you so much <laughs> for listening, downloading, subscribing, all the things. If you're new and you haven't spoken up yet, like now's the time. Say hello. This podcast is coming to Hi. an end. Please, please, please send us an email, a message. Just say hi. We're not scary. We just want to hear from you. No. No. Uh, come back next week for episode 10. Don't go. Wow. Don't go, though. Don't go. Who's leaving? I don't know. <laughs> what? Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.